0: I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Ephesians. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 2. And while you're turning there, I want to welcome everybody that's tuning in live stream. We're grateful for you. Thank you for being a part of our service uh, via live stream. Appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we're glad you're here. Glad for this great crowd. we got a great turnout today. And thankful for each and every person that is here today. I want us to look in Ephesians chapter number 2, and we're going to begin reading in verse 1 and read down and get into some very familiar scripture today, and then maybe some scripture that may not be quite as familiar as, as uh, some of the other verses. But look with me in verse 1, and you hath he quickened, that word means to be made alive, okay, somebody said the quick and the dead are the two types of pedestrians in New York City, all right? That's not what that's talking about. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past we walked, ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and of the mind, and we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, boy, there's two words, but God. I mean, everything before that is hell. I mean, we're going to hell, we deserve hell, we're dying toward hell. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. For by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. Let's pray. Father, help us today. Give us, dear God, what we have need of. And we'll thank you for all that you do. And we'll give you the praise that you alone are worthy of. In Jesus' name, amen. I am always amazed and even frustrated, to be honest with you, at how Satan blinds the eyes of people toward the true simplicity of salvation. People are always trying to make it harder. They're always trying to add some ingredient to grace and mercy and love that might somehow garner them what they are absolutely undeserving of, and yet how can you deserve something you're undeserving of? And so people are working at this idea of making themselves deserving of the death and the blood and the sacrifice of God's dear Son. Man turns religion into a toxic formula that always includes work, and in fact, from the time of Cain in the garden, every religion since then has always had one single thing in common, and that is that it has a works-based salvation. Now, I want to say this to you clearly. I don't care if they call themselves Christian. I don't care if they call themselves Baptists. I don't care who they identify themselves as if they add anything to salvation, their salvation is false. It's, just, it's plus nothing, minus nothing. It is simply the grace and mercy of a good God. And, and, and all we do is accept what He's done for us. Is nothing we can, you're not saved by trying, you're saved by trusting. Okay, And so the reality of the matter is, when we sprinkle in to that nice, beautiful cup of grace, any of our toxic ingredients, it contaminates the entire plant. You're not saved by what you do, you're saved by what he did. But man struggles with the truth of grace and he thinks that something so wonderful, so eternally wonderful cannot possibly be free. There must be a price. There has to be a price. And there is. But what man does not grasp is that that price has already been paid by Christ. I owed a debt I could not pay. He paid a debt he did not owe. I needed someone to take, to wash my sins away. You know, that's why I sing a brand new song. Amazing grace all day long. Christ Jesus paid the debt that I could never pay. The songwriter had it right. There's nothing you and I can do. In fact, our text, if we get down to verse 8 and 9 that we quote frequently makes it extraordinarily clear, does it not, that salvation is by grace through faith. It's God's gift. Wait a minute. Not of works, lest any man should boast. And so we can't work our way to heaven. There's no possible way that you can earn it. There's no room for boasting on our part. You don't get it by getting a string of perfect attendance and Sunday school pens. You don't get it by getting baptized. Okay. thief on the cross was never baptized. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I to thee, to thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. So it's not, it's not religion. It's salvation. And there's a vast difference between the two. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 9. Look at it again. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. My, my trust isn't in what I do, but in what Christ has done for me. But now stop. Here's the question then. Well, what do we do after that what happens to us after salvation i mean are we on our own do we get saved and then god just cuts us free and says hey figure it out i mean does he tell us how to be saved but then not not to do what after we're saved does he tell us does, does he does he just abandon us does he have expectations of us does he have a plan and a purpose for our lives Well, there are three key words that I want us to look at today look with me at the verse we never hardly read after verse 8 verse 9 look now in verse 10 and underline these words for we are his what's that word workmanship. workmanship underline that draw a circle around it. Highlight it in yellow if you didn't bring a highlighter borrow one okay we are his workmanship okay that's the first word I want us to look at created in Christ Jesus unto good what's the next word Wow, it's getting weaker, okay? You fell asleep, really, between workmanship and works? All right, look at it. We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good what? Works. Works. Circle that word, okay? Underline it. Works. Second word I want us to look at. Third word, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And so the result, listen... The result of God's grace, what does it do? What does it do for us? Well, it's not, listen, would you get this? Would you get this? It's not just, grace isn't just that we go to heaven when we die. Grace impacts us in the right here and now life. Grace changes the way we live life here on earth. But the grace of God hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's what Titus says to us. So grace isn't just, hey, here's how you get saved. Grace is, wait a minute, here's how you live. So if we'll yield ourselves to... Look, if we'll surrender to, to Christ by grace we're saved. If we will send her to Christ, by grace we can live. It's not our strength and our ability, it's His strength in us. Let's look first of all at the word workmanship, all right? Look at that. For we are His workmanship. Now, that's a fascinating word because it comes from a word uh, from which we get our word poem. A poem. So a poem is the workmanship of somebody's heart. My niece got married a number of years ago and I wrote a poem called Newlywed Authors um, and in and, and, and a you write your own love story now that you are man and wife before you lies an open book in which you'll pen your life see it's open pages wide as freshly fallen snow be careful how you pen the lines as man and wife you go that's a poem now let me tell you what that does it means nothing to you but it but express something to her it, it was my workmanship for her When she got married because i wanted her to know that in front of her was all of her life her married life and and if she would if she would write in there carefully if if she would pin the lines carefully if they together would offer what god had for them um um and 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 write down the things that god had that he wanted them to do I, i wrote this the day will come you'll realize how mighty was your pen when in the twilight of your life, you read the book again, and, and so that that was that was my workmanship that made an expression to her of what I wanted her to have in her marriage. So it's a poem. How many of you have ever written a poem? Be honest. Let me see your hands. All right, would you please stand and quote those? Okay. Anyhow, so no. Listen. So uh, you know you know what you did. You know what po- You know what your poem was. A poem. From whatever angle, whatever you wrote, a poem was the workmanship of your heart. People don't like to read their poems in public, okay, because it's embarrassing. People say, oh, that's stupid. Here's one I wrote. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Never mind. Anyhow, as a grandkids, I'd say, opossum stinks, and so do you. But my grandkids aren't in here, so I can't do that. But anyhow, no, so reality, I do have grandkids here. Four of them over here. Three, four. And but I, they're they're older. I have to do it to the younger grandkids, not the older ones. The girls get ugly with me. So uh, when I when I crack jokes like that. But but in reality, your your poetry is a part of your heart on paper. Okay, and when people read it or they see it, you know what it does? It indicates something about you to them. Okay, nobody looks at the poem and says that's dumb. They they read it and say, who's the idiot that wrote that? you know. I mean, or that's a beautiful poem. Okay. My favorite poem in the world is is by um, uh, Joyce Kilmer. I love I love the, the poem Trees. You know, um, I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. Uh, you know, it, it's just a, it's just a beautiful poem. And then I like Rudyard Kipling's If. Uh, I like Maud Muller. I got I used to have a book 101 Famous Poems that was my mom's, and I used to sit up as a kid and read that that poetry. And, and so I, I, uh, I, I love poetry because it expresses something about the poet, okay? Now listen to me. Watch me. If we are God's poem, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to express something about our poet. If God is our poet and we are his poetry then our lives are to show the rhyme and the reason and the flow and the beauty and the expression that God writes and produces in our life. But wait a minute, that's not the only thing that that word workmanship means. It also, it also refers not just to a work of a heart, but it refers to a work of the hands. Okay, and I want to show you something that is absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing to me, Okay. I want you to look at this, okay? Is that a work of art? Absolutely beautiful. Now, when you see this, this is what you think. He, he went to the Fender factory, and old man Fender made that for him. No, this wasn't made by Mr. Fender. This was made by Eddie. Eddie, raise your hand. Eddie crafted this. That's stunning. Can you imagine the ability and the skill when I, when I look at this guitar, I think, dude, he has got talent. Un- he's just He's got a skill you wouldn't want to see. a gu- Now, I wrote a poem, but I can't make a guitar. Let's settle that right now, okay? My poem wasn't good. <laughs> a lot better than my guitar would be, okay? Did you know where this thing started out? It started out as a tree. Did you know that? This used to be a tree, okay? Birds lit up in its limbs and... Little squirrels played on its branches. Eddie destroyed a home. No, I'm kidding. All right, so no, I'm kidding, Eddie. So, so here it is. So, so th- this used to be a tree. Okay. Then the tree became a piece of wood. A couple pieces of wood. So Eddie took the wood, and Eddie began to craft and work, and Eddie built this fantastic bass guitar. It's amazing. Nathan actually owns it now for the next couple of days my birthday is Tuesday and I am so embarrassed I am I am so embarrassed I just cannot believe what's going to happen on Tuesday but I'm going to act surprised I really am So now here's 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 the deal This guitar this guitar reflects the skill of brother Eddie as soon as I see it, I just think to myself, man, I don't just look at it and say, that's a beautiful guitar. When I see it, I think, man, that's craftsmanship. That's, that's amazing, absolute work that is amazing to me. Listen to, listen to this verse of Scripture. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49. And as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. So what God wants people to see is His workmanship. Not just the work of His heart, but the work of His hands. God wants people to see what He did with a tree. God wants people to see what He did with a block of wood. Look at me, listen to me. God doesn't want us looking like the tree. God doesn't want us looking like the block of wood. What God wants people to see in us is the guitar. That gives him glory and, and, and uh, uh, lets people see his workmanship. For we. It's not we are a part of. No, it's we. It's us. It's you. It's me. Okay. It's not that God's doing something somewhere out in the cosmos. No. God's doing something in my life and in your life. For we are. It's not that we do. No. It's that we are. Who? He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. Okay. <coughs> it took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. Sun and the stars, both of them, all of them, okay? Jupiter and Mars, okay? So God's working. Wait a minute, it's a process. Okay, there's sanding going on. There's, there's, there's intricate work going on. But if we are his workmanship, we ought we to let that soak in because if this guitar makes a statement about Eddie, then our lives should make a statement Uh, about God and and I have to ask myself then a question okay I have to ask myself what exactly is my life saying about the workman I have to ask myself do I reflect his loving work in my life to other people or am I a shoddy representation of God's workmanship. See, how you look and how you live and how you act, it has less to do about you and more to do about Him in the eyes of other people than we ever realize. If this was, a, this was shoddy work, nobody would say, well, I'll tell you one thing, I wonder what that guitar did to make itself so horrible. No, somebody would say, who built that? Who made that? Okay. Who wrote that poem? Have you ever read a poem that didn't rhyme? There's no rhyme to it? It's one of these abstract poems. I'm like, dude, I mean, what are you smoking? I mean, how could you write a poem that doesn't rhyme? You ever, you know, have you ever been to an uh, uh, art museum and there's some painting up there that looks like somebody got in a tomato can war? It's just stuff. I mean, there's, it's just weird looking. I, look, you can say, whatever. I don't care about Picasso. I wouldn't give you a dime. No, I would give you a dime because I'd resell it. But I'm just telling you right now, as far as collecting is concerned, I wouldn't waste my money on a Picasso. It's the dumbest-looking painting I've ever seen. Here's some lady standing there. It looks like she got run through a meat grinder, and she's got an eyeball here, an eyeball there, and then there's an Andy Warhol tomato can behind her. It's just stupid stuff. That's not art to me. I'm sorry. But when you look at this, you, 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 you see... The work in it. And, and so I, I have to, can people see that work in me? Okay. Let me say this. Do, see, do people see Jesus in me or do they see Dean? A lot of Dean. A whole lot of Dean in me. The reality, in Galatians chapter 4 verse 19, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Listen, Romans chapter 8 verse 29 says that He he has predestined us to be conformed to the image of His Son. Now, I'm not going to get into predestination today because that's another subject for another time. But if you want to talk about what we're predestined, yeah, we are. We're predestined to be like Jesus. Nobody says anything about that. We to be more and more like Jesus than ever before. And the ultimate goal of his workmanship is to mold us into the image of his Son. He wants to make Dean more like Jesus, okay, more like the guitar than like the block of wood, more like the guitar than, 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 than the tree. He's trying to make out of my life something that other people will look. And by the way, sometimes there's cutting away, there's sanding, there's drilling, there's pain, there's suffering, there's agony. It's through the hard times of life that sometimes we, we, we grow the most and we become the most shaped toward Him. Sometimes, sometimes there's, there's powerful cuts that God needs to make in our life to get us to where we reflect His workmanship. If he'd have left my life alone, I'd be in a mess, Brother Adrian. If he'd have left my life alone, if you take away the pain, you take away the heartache, you take away the suffering of my life, and I'm not worth it. So it's the pain. It's the agony. It's the hard times. It's the difficult times to where we are so oftentimes, where we're so oftentimes molded more into his image than during the easy times of our life notice the second word there and that's the word work ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 would you look at that again with me for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god what's these next three words not of works okay so let's just remove that middle word and just say this not works not of works not works what about works not Well, Pastor, what about works? Not. Okay, no. What is that? That's before salvation. Before salvation, there's nothing that you can do to impress God. Look look at me. Listen, you can't impress him. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to just live my life. No, no, that won't impress God. He gave his son to die for you. You think you can somehow do something or, or pay something or live somehow to where it impresses God? You can't impress God. So not works, no. Not works before salvation. You can increase, listen. There's nothing you can do to increase your chances of going to heaven. Nothing. Well, if I do this, i got a better shot. You ain't got no shot. Okay? You got no shot at heaven. If If it depends on anything you do. Now watch this, verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto, what's the next two words? Good works. Work. So, so before salvation, not works. After salvation, good works. What does that mean? It means simply this. It means that, that, that before salvation, works won't help us. After salvation, that's how we glorify God, is by our good works. Well, you, know, you know what good works do? They take the inner work and they express it outwardly. Our good works is the outer expression of the inner work that God has done within us. Now, go with me to Titus chapter 2. Everybody there? Titus chapter 2. I want to show you something. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2, look at verse number 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Watch this, I quote a little while ago, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live how? Soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, watch, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of what? of what? Good works. So here's what he said. Wait a minute. Hey, listen. Before salvation, not works. Not of works. Nothing you can do to impress God. You can't you can't increase your chances of going to heaven after salvation. Yeah. The reason he now has redeemed you is so that you can do I don't I'm not saved because I do good works. I do good works because I'm saved. Do you understand that? I'm not saved because I do good works. I do good works because I'm saved. See, it it changes my life. Go to Matthew chapter 5. Everybody, Matthew chapter number 5. Right? Matthew chapter number 5. Watch this. Verse 13. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt hath lost his Savior, wherewithal shall it be salted? It's henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. The city that is set on the hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, watch, that they may see your good works. And what does that do? Glorify your Father which is in heaven. So we're we're the light of the world. So what are we to be doing? Like the guitar, we're to be showing the light. What what does that do? What does that do? That sheds glory. And I know Eddie doesn't want that. I'm just using as an illustration. That way I can praise Eddie and say, dude, this is amazing. You know what our lives are to do? Our lives are to say, God did something great. Boy, God changed their life. Boy, look where they were. Look where God's brought them, Victor and Sherry. Look at God's done in their life. Look at them, Bonnie and Clyde. Thank you all for coming. And so, no, I mean, I'm just saying, listen, it's it's amazing what God, listen, I don't care how bad your story is, I don't care. God can take you from where you were and bring you to where he wants you to be. Wait a minute, and wait a minute, they haven't arrived yet, neither have I. We're still on the journey. Wherever you came from, whatever you did, however messed up your life was, God can take you and use you. And wait a minute, your light shines and people say, wow. But how do they do that? It's through works. Let's say I plug the guitar in and it won't play. It's a bass. Won't play. Can't get any sound out of it. Okay. Well, no, no. What's the guitar made for? It's made to play. I played bass, by the way, in a band that I quit to play football. But anyhow, Nathan's never played bass, so that's why I feel naturally. But anyhow, so 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 the reality of the matter is, listen to me. The guitars made, the guitar was made for usefulness. Eddie didn't make the guitar and say, hey, hang that on a wall, let people stare at it and say, Wow, Eddie, what a great job. You know, Eddie, you know why he made the guitar? So it could play. You know why God made you? So that you could shine. He saved you to shine wherever you're at. People need the Lord in your neighborhood, on your job. <clears throat> the people you do business with, they, they need the Lord. And our life is to be. It's to show the workmanship of our great God. And how do we show workmanship? By the things we do. By our works, it gives glory to Him and brings praise to His name. So it's not good works first and then grace. It's grace first and then good works. And that's the beauty of the Christian life. Now, third word and last word is this, walk. Okay, look look with me in chapter 2 of Ephesians, verse 10. (laughs) For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, watch this, that we should, what's that word? Walk. walk. Well, what does that mean, Pastor? You know? I mean, how do I walk? You know, like John Wayne? No. When I'm teasing the kids, I'll walk up to Dean, and I'll start doing this, and I'll say, I'm a cowboy. You know? I took out, I was sitting out there one time, I had Dean and a couple of little guys around me, and I put a sock on my hand, and I started talking with them. They carried on an entire conversation with a sock. It's amazing. It's amazing how they've been brainwashed back in children's church to believe puppets are real. You know, how you doing, Dean? I'm doing fine. You know, carry on conversations. So the 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 reality. So um, what was, what what did we get yesterday uh, at the show? Was it a I think it was orange juice or something or or water? Anyhow, I gave James one. Well, this is Nathan and Chris's child, okay? So get this. I gave James one. You know what he did? He looked at me and said, are there any chemicals in this? <laughs> what? Are there chemicals in this? You know, one of the freest moments for those children was when Nathan and Chris were gone. Dixie had them and took them to McDonald's. And James, James said, I'm going to tell Dad he's wrong. McDonald's is good. So... You no, know, they're finding out. They're finding out about their parents. Of course he was in the hospital the next week, but anyhow. Yeah, so so that has nothing to do with my message. But anyhow. So look at me. Walking walking is not how we walk. Whether that's not what the word walk there refers to lifestyle that we should walk that the progress of our life. No, no, it's it's not just a work which can be one time or two times or once a month or, or, or once a semester or once a year. No, it's not just that we have a work for God. Wait a minute. It's that's the way we live. It, it's, our, it's the way we walk. It's the way we carry on our life. The Bible says in Romans 6 verse 14 that we should walk in newness, and light, newness of life. First John chapter uh, 1 verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light... We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. 2 John chapter 1, verse 6, And this is love, that we walk in His commandments. This is the commandment, that as ye have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. So he's talking about the way that we live our life, the way that we go about our life. If we are His workmanship, it's not just to hold up and say, Hey! Look what God did in my life. No, it's to evidence by our works, okay, and by the way we live. Wait a minute. That means not just at church Sunday morning, go to church, Christian. Well, Pastor, what do you do? Well, on Sunday morning, I get ready. Here I am. Polish my shoes, got my tie on. I'm here. I got my Christianity on. This is me. Here I am sunday go to church christian no 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 what about monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday what about those days no no listen I'm, i'm talking walk means every hour walk means every day walk means every week walk means every month walk means a decade from now you can look back and say man i wasn't perfect but thank god i am still faithful see even through the hard difficult times even through the mistake ridden times where we've all been even then now here we are i I started to preach when i was 17 I'm going to be 67. Listen to me. You Do understand, you understand that from 17 to 67, there have been blunders and mistakes. There, has been, there have been times that I have willfully disobeyed. There, ha, there have been times when I haven't listened. There have been times when I've been self-willed, and I've done things my way, but here I am at 67 still serving God. That's by His grace. That's because He's helped me. Not just do a work. He's helped me do a walk. Which changes the way that I live. Day in and day out. Professor Charles Campbell was a famous educator. And he taught a one hour or excuse me, a one semester class. And on the First day of that class, he would hand out a sheet of paper. And on that sheet of paper, a couple of sheets of papers, there were the names or the titles of of 150 books that his students were to read. So, first day, first semester, boom, freshman class, boom. Pass these out, please. Passes them out. Kids get the sheet. Look at it, 150, 150 titles of books a young freshman girl looking at it having been cued in by no one was stunned at what she saw she looked at that and thought how in the world so she raised her hand and he said yes ma'am she said Dr. Campbell sir you do realize that we have other classes we have to take this semester I don't I don't know how you can expect us to read all of these books In one semester, when we have all these other classes we have to take. Dr. Campbell replied back to her and he said, Young lady, you need to read the instructions again. And you need to read them carefully. I did not say that you have to read all of the books in one semester. You have the rest of your life. Read the books you've got the rest of your life. Now here's one of our problems. Listen to me carefully and i close. One of our problems is, we don't realize that Christianity is a lifetime assignment. We think it's a Sunday, sometimes Wednesday night, Bible study, assignment. No, it's lifetime. It's 2020 when we went through COVID. It's 2021. It's 2022. It'll be in 23 and 24. It'll be when I'm 67 and when I'm 77. It'll be when I'm 87. And when you see me ride past on my Indian at 107, get out of the way. I can't hold the bike up, get out of the way. No, I'm saying, no, it's a lifetime assignment. See, here, here, here's what Christianity is to us. It's camp. Summer camp, then it's revivals. Xander's going. Xander, when you leave for Bible college? When? Tomorrow morning. You go to college tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. I thought you had another week. My bad. So 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 Xander goes to Bible. Look at look at me. No no no, no. That's. That's not Christianity to Xander. Christianity to Xander is not just going to Bible college. Christianity is every day. No, however long he'll be in college, four years, look, it'll still be going. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lifetime, it is a lifetime surrender of ourself. It's, it's, not just, it's not just the highlights. Wait a minute. No, it's not just Sunday morning. It's every morning. We get up and get ready for church. Every morning we ought to get up and get ready to serve Him. We may not wear the same clothes. We won't come and sing songs together. But every day is our assignment day. Be a guitar, not a tree. Be the guitar, not a block of wood. Every day, be His workman. Every day, do good works. You know what the Bible says about Jesus? He went about, read it the book of Acts. He went about doing good. Be a, be a do-gooder. Just be a do-gooder. Just do good. When you're faced with a situation on the job, what do you do? Just do good. you got a bad situation where somebody's unkind to you. Well, what would you, what should you do to them? Well, the Bible says pray, you know, bless, love. So basically, just do good to them. Well, they've been unkind to me. Well, don't be unkind to them. Do good to them. I'm just simply saying that... Colossians 3, 4. Listen to this verse, and I'm going to pray. Listen to the verse. When Christ, who is our life. Boy, if we could get that verse down, it changes. If we could get that verse down, it would change who we are. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Jesus ain't my Sunday morning. Jesus ain't my Wednesday night. He's my life. The way I live, the way I breathe, the way I walk, the way I talk, He's my life. That makes us His workmanship. And we ought to be thankful. Let's pray. Be honest. What's your life showing? What's your life showing? What is your life showing? Shoddy work? Half-hearted? Are you shining workmanship, letting everybody see Jesus in you? That's who God wants you to show is His Son. Lord, help us, I pray, in the name of Jesus, that we would live our life so that others could see your work in us. And we'll thank you, Lord, in your name.